The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. This is my basement right here in Evergreen Park and a special edition of the EP Podcast, which has been coming out at the end of every week since high school football season started, is back yet again with Football Friday. In just a few moments, we're going to be talking with the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, Coach Jerry Verdi. Another big win. The Mustangs having a great season so far. We will get his thoughts, and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early in life. Help them get ahead with a Junior Savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. With a Junior Savers account, kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow. Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. Learn more. Visit bankevergreenpark.com junior. No minimum deposit to open and no fees until they turn 22. Member FDIC. Some housekeeping very quickly before we get to the coach. Remember, an episode of the EP podcast that is 30 minutes of good covering all of Evergreen Park and the surrounding area still comes out each and every Monday on this feed. If you are not subscribed, do so. Any podcast player out there, you can also get every option and listen at the eppodcast.com. That's the website you go to to give us some feedback as well. We're starting a thing here. We're going to run probably through the entire month of October, trying to ask you, the listener, what you like, what you dislike, what you want more of from the EP podcast. You can send us a comment through the website, hit us up through social media, or you can even leave us a voice message. There's a little microphone bottom right-hand corner when you use your device that has uh, speaking capabilities, let's say an, an iPhone, a uh, an Android, your iPad, whatever, your tablet, you'll get this microphone bottom right-hand corner, click on it, leave us a message. We would love to hear from you. are going to be at two events. Make sure you're ready for a big Saturday. First off, 11 a.m. it starts. Open Outcry, 109th and Western, their first ever Oktoberfest, and amongst the beer, the food, the fun, on the upper level of the roof, inside of the pub, and out back of the brewery, where they're going to have a big giant tent. They're going to have multiple bands out there. German fare, German food, German beer. Look for the EP podcast. We will be there. Come by the tent. We're giving stuff away. We're giving away cash, actually. $250 prize on the line. Come see us there, 109th and Western, between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. this Saturday. And then starting at 5.30, going until 9 p.m., the Evergreen Park Public Library is having their micro-marathon fundraiser, a 21 and over event. $35 in advance online, $40 at the door. 
You can go to the Evergreen Park Library website, evergreenparklibrary.org, for more information. Your money gives you free craft beer. There's like five samples I think you're getting there in total, plus free food from Joey's Red Hot. Live music as well from Friendly Fire. And if you walk around the library a couple of times, we heard Frank Murray on the show talk about it. It's a mini marathon. You get one of those stickers. You see those 26.2 stickers on the back of people's cars? You get a .262 sticker from the library for your mini marathon. I'm going just for that. Everybody thinks it's the beer. Beer's going to be great. Lots of craft breweries there, cider places. It's going to be awesome. But I really want the sticker. The mayor told me she's getting one of those stickers as well. She's doing the entire thing. Big weekend in Evergreen Park on Saturday, but it is going to be kicked off by the Evergreen Park Mustangs. Your high school football team here in Evergreen Park is 4-1, and one, and head coach Jerry Verdi joins me next to talk about maybe the biggest win of the season. Was it the biggest win of the season last Saturday? We're going to ask him, and we're going to talk about the Friday night game this weekend right here on the EP Podcast. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Phone line with us once again another week, and we're coming off of a win. I like coming off of wins. When we came off of a loss the week before, I felt bad bugging the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, Jerry Verdi. But now we get to talk about happy stuff, Coach. How are you this week? Doing well. Doing well. Excellent, excellent win. And when I look at that win last week on Saturday against Revis, what I see from the outside looking in is a team that had taken a loss that had to go on the road, play during the day, which they don't normally have to do, play against a team that had their homecoming game, probably big crowd, pomp and circumstance, and it's a team that if you lose, you're falling way back in the conference standings. It's going to make your road a little bit tougher. It's not a must-win game, but it's a game that you really want. It's a statement game, and then it's a tough game where it's back and forth and it's close until you get a big breakout run in the fourth quarter take the lead and hold on to it, and you're able to topple Revis and get a big victory. Is this the biggest win of the year for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the biggest win. It was a, it was a battle, um, you know, right on, right on through the whole game. Um, any win against a uh, quality opponent, and, and Revis is, 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 a, um, is a good win. And, um, you know, when you, when you play a game where all four quarters are, are competitive, um, you know, and, and the kids really did play, play very hard, um, from, you know, from start to finish. Um, it was a good win. You know, a lot of people have asked me a lot of questions, uh, you know, about it. And, and I just keep saying the same thing. It was a team win, you know, we got it done, uh, just enough done offensively, just enough done defensively. 
we had a few big plays um, on the special teams, and uh, it truly was a team win, and, and, and that's always nice. So take me through this fourth quarter. Uh, you're, you're probably at that point thinking scenarios, trying to figure out what you want to do if you get down close to the end, end zone, knowing that you have to drive down the field, and then all of a sudden you get a big run ripped off for over 60 yards, and it makes your job a lot easier, I would think, as a coach. But tell me, tell me what you're thinking as that game is right there neck and neck right before that run gets broken off, and then, and then what you felt afterwards. Was it, was it mostly relief? Well, it, it, it was. Um, you know, in a tie game that was kind of going back and forth, and we had punted back and forth to each other a few times, you know, you're kind of wondering if there's going to be that big play, and you hope you're not going to be on the wrong side of it. And, and sure enough, uh, Dejan uh, Feliciano, our quarterback, was able to uh, to break one loose, 69 yards, he outran everybody. You know, it was a huge momentum swing for us, and it, and it kind of kept us uh, riding high pretty much all the way through the end. Um, you know, Revis actually got the ball back twice there at the end uh, with opportunities to, you know, to, to tie the game. Uh, and we were able to hold them off uh, defensively. So, you know, anytime you get one of those big plays and, and you're on the right side of it, uh, especially, you know, late in the game, uh, it's a huge momentum, um, you know, swing, and, and we were able to ride that out. But we, we did show resilience. Um, you know, I, I think we finally can say that we're, we're battle-tested. We've been in that neck-and-neck neck situation now a few times, and we've come out on the right side of it a couple times. So, it, it, it's a big win for us, and, and it's amazing how one play can – it didn't really have to turn the tide, but uh, it at least got you on the right side of momentum to, uh, to be able to win that one. Is that a play where you're just trying to move the chains a little bit? Is that a play that you think of when you call it that this could be a big play, it has the potential to be a play? Are you calling a short game there, and then you, he just makes a play and does something unexpected, or is that play – something where you actually in the design know there's a possibility could be for big yardage. Well, um, anytime you get to a play, a really big play uh, like that, um, that maybe we would say isn't a trick play. Um, there's a little bit of um, execution and, and at times uh, athleticism. And then sometimes even maybe a little bit of luck that goes into that. But uh, the, the, the touchdown run was part of a, of a progression and, um, you know, a lot of teams are running the spread offense. A lot of teams have the, you know, the RPO, um, you know, run pass option. And uh, what ends up happening uh, in, in that particular progression, you know, you've got the potential handoff to the running back. You've got the quarterback pull. And then even after the quarterback pull, um, there's the potential, depending on, on the play, to, um, you know, have a third option of a bubble screen to a wide receiver or even a quick slant to a receiver. So, uh, it just so happened on that time he he made the right read he made the he pulled the ball and and uh, was able to get up to the second level and then once he got to the second level he made a nice cut and just outran everybody he hit the sideline and he was gone so with his speed he's always a big play threat and and he's a, he's a, he's the kind of running big play threat that we haven't really had in a long time we've had really good running backs bruisers guys that could you know get three yards when there's no hole uh, but what we've been missing. Uh, over the the last few years is is that breakaway option and, and Dejan definitely has that he has the speed to do that which which is, makes him a special player. You have an experienced offensive line and you've got a playmaker that that can use their feet. I mean, it sounds to me like that could be a big reason 
why your team is four and one, two and one in the conference, uh, sitting up there right behind Richards, tied with Revis in the in the conference. But of course, you just beat them head to head, and so that feels like it's a winning combination. Are you now looking at this team and looking at the remaining part of the schedule in a, in a specific way? I know you have one more non-conference game here and a couple more conference games. Do you do you sit there and circle games and you say, okay, uh, this one we got to win, this one I think we'll win, this is where we're probably going to end up, and I'm looking at it big picture, or is it, or is it still one game at a time for you? It, it really has to be one game at a time, and, and that's one of the big things in high school football, you know, um, it always pretty much has to be one game at a time in high school football because there's so much changes week to week. You know, you're not dealing with a, with a 75 man college roster where you're trying to figure out who are the 55 where you're going to put on the travel list or anything like that. You know, our roster uh, for varsity this year is, is 33 guys. And from week to week, depending on injuries and, and things like that, you know, you set up the game plan and, and that's really all you can focus on. Uh, is is that is that week that you're playing? You got to do everything you can to win that week, and and you really don't think about the next week. You know, there's always that. Well, should we play so and so or save them for down the line or whatever the case may be? And and the reality is, you have to win any game. You know that 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 you're playing, <laughs> especially if you if you know going into it that you have a legitimate shot to to win that game and. And we look at these these last four games as all games that we can compete in. So, you know, whereas we go to, to TF South, out to TF South this week, we think it's a game that we can compete. We think that it's a game that uh, if we play well, we can win. And, and that's that's all the planning that goes into it. You really don't look too far ahead besides what what's right in front of you right now. Who's your player of the week this week? Well, player of the week this week is Asiel um, Rubalcaba, and uh, he's our free safety. He had 11 tackles, um, some of which were just huge tackles, and had an interception. And uh, he really was a catalyst for us out there um, on Saturday afternoon, uh, you know, just as he has been all year for us defensively, uh, setting the tone and and uh, he, he's done such a nice job for us since we moved him to free safety. You know, he started the year off as an outside, as an inside linebacker, and since then we've moved him to free safety, um, kind of out of necessity. But he's played so well there that that that's where he stands. So, uh, with 11 tackles and an interception, uh, Asiel is our player of the game. Awesome. All right, you go non-conference now again on the road. We've talked about this already. Very few home games this year for the Mustangs. Uh, you do get to come home after this one, but first, it's Thornton Fractional South. They're one in four. They're a non-conference, though, so we always talk about that. When you're looking at somebody outside of the conference, you don't know what they're playing in, how tough the league is that they actually play in. Tell me a little bit about this opponent this week. Well, you know, you get a crossover game each year. You know, we're in the red. Uh, they're in the blue. Um, so, you know, it doesn't. It, it's not part of our conference record, as you said. Um, they've played... Uh, TS South has played some some pretty good teams. Um, you know they they played Shepherd earlier in the year. Uh, they just got out, got them playing Hillcrest. Uh, they played a much improved Oak Forest team, uh, and um, you know those were those were their <laughs> their losses. Uh, they're they're a big team uh, size wise. They've got good speed and and they're they're a pretty darn good one and four team. Uh, to be completely honest with you. 
And once again, we're, we're, we're playing on homecoming. It's just you know, when you're on the road in the middle of the season, there's a good chance that it could be homecoming. And once again, for the third week in a row for us, it is. So uh, heading out there, um, it should be interesting. It is a nice setting to play in. Uh, always always uh, fun out in Lansing on, uh, on a Friday night. Um, but um, it, like I said before, it's a game we know we can compete in, and uh, it's a game that um, – we hope to come out uh, on top of Has it become kind of a joke in the locker room with the guys, the idea that they're constantly playing on somebody else's homecoming? Well, you know, it, it can also be a motivator, too. You know, I, the days of, of, of planning a, a homecoming game to, against, like, let's say your weakest opponent, that really doesn't happen that much anymore. You're kind of um, just stuck with uh, this is your schedule and this is when it works best for the school. And, uh, you know, so from that, that perspective, um, you know, we get motivated, you know, the fact that uh, all the hoopla, the big crowd, uh, you know, the kids like it. It's always nice to play in front of a big crowd, um, you know, so that's, that's what we know we're going to be in front of again this Friday, and, and it motivates us a little bit, you know, it gets us excited to play, and, and hopefully uh, it works to our benefit and not against us. Is there something to be said for getting your team battle-tested to play in intense games like that, because hopefully, eventually, uh, you would you would hope to be in the playoffs and make a run in the, in the in the playoff tournament. Is there something to being in front of large, hostile crowds, or at least crowds that are going up against your team? Is there something to that where it battle tests your team and makes them ready for the road later on down when you get to the postseason? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, particularly for you know, guys who are playing who are first-year starters, you know, who aren't used to playing, you know, not used to playing under the lights with with the big crowd and, and um, especially the big crowd that's cheering for the other team. And and uh, it's also worth mentioning that Saturday afternoon we had a great crowd come out from Evergreen Park and, and was hugely supportive. And, and we had the same thing the week before even at Richards, too. Um, a lot of people coming out and traveling to the games. But, um yeah, anytime you're experiencing uh, something new, like I said, especially for those guys that haven't been starters before, um, to get it out of the way now and get used to it now is always better than, than being on the road in the playoffs and having to figure it out then and, and adjust to the emotions and things like that. They're 4-1. and one. Their conference record, 2-1. and one. They go up against 1-4 Thornton Fractional South, who, as uh, Coach just said, is a very good 1-4 team. Don't be fooled by that record. Friday night, the 30th year of September at 7 p.m. on the road. And uh, good luck to you this week, Coach. You keep it rolling. Uh, big win. Very. I was very excited when I saw how that game went down for you against Revis. And uh, I, I think you're you're exactly right. That is, that is your biggest win of the year, and hopefully there's bigger wins ahead for you. Hopefully, absolutely. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. 
Plancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.